Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Diane Will, MRI Springboard Marketing Insights Director, joins me again today to give us an update on March's footfall and shopping behaviour. Hi Di, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Simon? Good. Welcome back. So we we left the last podcast, I think end of February stats, it was all looking great. We were talking about the sun was going to sh- start to shine as we entered spring. Uh, March's date is out. Did we continue to look good? Uh, no, we didn't, really. Oh. Um, March had what we called a sharp shock. Um, and actually, footfall declined from uh, February into March by 2.8%, which was very unexpected because actually in previous Februarys, um, it had risen. Um, so, you know, we obviously look back in time and we, we, we see what the long-term trend is, not just the COVID period, but we go before the COVID period. And um, it, February always tends to continue to rise, but this, this February, it didn't rise. And so consequently, um, the year-on-year change from 22 to 23 was minimal. It was just 0.7% up. So uh, we haven't really seen much growth, which actually... Um, tallies with some of the economic data that's come out today about economic growth across across the UK being flat um, over the last month. So it is quite interesting that football is such a good indicator of what's happening economically. So are we, is this the real kind of start of seeing recession or rumoured recession or the cost of living impacts kick in? Is this, is this the, what we're seeing? I think if my mind serves me, I think the weather wasn't great either on quite a few of the weekends, was it? No, I mean, from a very dry February, which obviously helped footfall, we went to a very wet March, which didn't help footfall. Um, so, I, I mean, I think what we are starting to see is this this long-awaited impact on households of the cost of living crisis. You know, it, it's been underlying there, but we've been households have been supported um, a lot by government support, and that's some of that is ending now. Um, so that's starting to impact consumers also we we had easter in the offing um obviously in the you know last week um and i think people were holding back um on making trips to to stores and destinations with you know with the aim of going out over easter once schools are broken up and that's exactly what happened we saw big rises in footfall in the week leading up to the easter weekend um which clearly meant that people were making those trips that they put off uh during march so some of this could be deferred into Easter, some of it weather, some of it cost of living. Were there any particular st- trends when you start to look at kind of high streets, retail parks, or was it relatively flat overall? Well, I mean, high streets and um, shopping centres, and well, they all saw um, decreases, but it was mainly high streets and shopping centres saw the month-on-month decrease. Retail parks, always relatively resilient because of the food store element. You know, we, we tend to go to our retail parts to shop for food. Um, you know, 90% of food spend is in store still, um, if you think a little bit more than that. So despite, you know, people talking about online delivery, most people go to food stores to buy their food. So that supports retail parks. And, of course, retail parks have you know, offer free parking and they have coffee shops now. So they, they are very appealing destinations for shoppers. Um, High streets and shopping centres, of course, have challenges around car parking cost and getting there. And also a lot of the hybrid working, um, you know, trend now means that we're not actually in our town centres as much. So um, inevitably they are more vulnerable. And a lot of shopping centres, of course, are located in town centres, so they suffer the same dynamic issues. So, yes, um, and the discretionary spend element um, 
you know, shoppers rain back on things they don't need to have when, of course, things are tight. And that's what was happening in March. Yeah, so we started the fir- first two months looking good, bit of doom and gloom in March. So any predictions as we move kind of through Easter? We've obviously got the uh, Easter holidays, then we've got quite a few bank holidays in a row, haven't we, with the coronation this year. Is that going to give us a bit of a bounce or will it depend on the weather or economics or a mix of everything? Well, I mean, it's always a mix of everything. I think, um, I mean, the good news is that May is offering us these bank holidays. So it's going to be great in terms of people going out and uh, making the most of the time they've got off. So that will help for, for of course, it will be great. Um, not so much if it pours with rain every day. That is going to depress it because we've seen a direct correlation between uh, rain and and footfall. Um but people having time off work um, with families and friends, it will support footfall through May. Um, it, I think spending will be impacted. I think people may go on trips, but the extent to what the which they're buying will be reduced. Um, Tesco released their results today. And although they saw a, an increase in sales, the volume of products bought has decreased because people are being more careful. So that's happening generally. I think people actually, which is good news for the hospitality sector are actually putting more uh, time and making more trips and, and going to hospitality more than they were so actually the spend that they perhaps aren't buying on product they're spending in restaurants and bars which is great for the hospitality sector because they've had a really tough time um, so may is going to be hopefully insulated i think we'll start to see another decrease june july august um, it's going to be tough in the summer uh, because people will be careful and they'll be conscious and lead up to winter yeah, and I think it was one of the other stats when you mentioned Tesco's there that Asda had gone from being the cheapest supermarket to now one of the most expensive, and I'm, I'm sure there are plans in place to combat that, but just shows how fierce it is out there in terms of, you know, if you top of the charts one week, then everybody else is competing for that sale, that price point, uh, that way of getting you in the store because the pound's precious. Absolutely, and of course shoppers are much more discretionary now, you know, Shoppers will shop around across the different food stores for different products to get the best deal. Whereas, you know, a few years ago, uh, we would have just gone into one food store and bought everything there. But people are saying, no, I buy this in Asda and I go to Tesco for this and I go for Aldi for this. And and they make the effort to do that to save money. So that makes it much more competitive for the food stores. Um, so, yeah, it's always been tough for food. Um, but, you know, when when it's when you've got this cost of living crisis, margins are, are driven right down. And of course, we haven't had high inflation for years. And that's really that's really putting a pressure on all the food stores in terms of their operating costs. Yeah, as a generation, I know kind of my older kids have, have, that have never known interest rates above half a percent and then for it to be three four percent they're really struggling to comprehend now that's possible great if you've got savings clearly if you've got debt not not so good at all so i think we shouldn't forget there's there is a whole wave of um the younger generation i'm sounding old saying this aren't i that um <laughs> that that have never experienced anything like this in their lifetime no absolutely and i mean to be honest i i, I have because i'm of the same age group as you simon but you know, you forget very quickly what our high inflation is like and living in an inflationary environment is like. And I think most recently we've seen this big ramping up of food prices that we haven't seen for decades. And that's, I mean, it affects all generations, particularly the elderly, of course, and particularly um, the ones on lower incomes, where there's a greater proportion of, of household income is spent on food and, and fuel. Um, 
So it is a real culture shock for people. And for, you know, for, I mean, in some ways, you know, people actually say, well, actually, it's, you know, it's just not any more expensive to go out for a meal because all the hospitality operators are, are competing on price. Um, and so that's helping in some ways the hospitality sector. Um, but it is really tough. And um, of course, high inflation rates relatively. I mean, I remember when inflation rates were 12, 15%. So for me, they, they don't seem high at all. But um, for, as you say, for the younger generation, they are high and they make a big difference on mortgage costs. Um, and so that inevitably has an impact in terms of everything. And, and footfall is a really good indicator of that because most spending is still in store. So if people want to go shopping or buy things, they will go out. And so you look, you can look at footfall as an indicator of um, economic activity, which is why our data is used by the ONS, actually, because they, they, they recognise that uh, footfall reflects economic activity. Okay. So on a brighter note, we will both be at the Retail Tech Show 26th, 27th of April in Olympia. Uh, you guys have got a stand. Do you want to tell us about uh, what you're looking forward to and anything you're doing at the show? Yeah, I mean, we're really looking forward to it. Last year we did it and it was an amazing event. It was the first face-to-face event we'd done since COVID. And I think everyone who attended, and it's free to attend, by the way. So anyone out there who wants to come along, just just register online and get a ticket. You can come along and see all the latest tech in retail. It's really interesting. It's really lively. Lots of really good discussions we had with people. Um, Obviously, we're now part of MRI Software. So we have a dual stand now um, with a, a different branding. So don't expect to see black and orange, expect to see the blues and the, and the lime greens and the whites. Um, but please come on and look at us and talk to us and hear all about our latest tech because we've got, you know, we've, we've advanced our tech in the last few years. You know, we obviously, we, are, we count footfall, but we don't need to put counters in anymore. We can use CCTV and convert CCTV images to footfall, which is great. We do demographics, so we can look at the age gender and sentiment of customers. We can look at movement and dwell around store. So lots we can do. And of course, I'm actually going to be delivering um, a paper uh, at the session on Thursday morning, half past 11, on footfall trends. And we also carry out, um, we also present capsule insight sessions on the stand. So come along and hear about the latest trends in footfall. Excellent. Yep, and, and likewise, we've got to stand again. So yep. great show last year. Um, good to see you and, and lots of other partners and lots of uh, new and old clients. So, yeah, I think we're going to be talking about our apps to capture the data and capturing data, benchmarking. We've just launched our training academy. So, again, come over and see us. We're, I think our stands are within eye shots of each other. So, uh, yeah, if Thank you come you. and see... Yeah, we'll come and see us. We'll send you see Dai and, and vice versa. Yes. And uh, yeah, check out Dai's session on the 27th at 11. Or, always some interesting insights and things to take away. Certainly if you are anybody that's got physical presence, whether that be retail, hospitality, in in any venue, there's always something to take away. Yeah. And also we're both actually within shouting distance of the champagne bar, which always is a good thing. Excellent. Yeah. Always makes me laugh. Somebody sponsors it. Now, if you ever remember who can sponsor it, then that's great marketing. But um, yeah, there's there's always a free drink at the end of the day, which is good. Brilliant. Well, thanks for uh, coming back on for this one. We'll be back together uh, next month. So we'll look at how we fared over Easter, which will be interesting to see if we can kind of reverse the trend from March. But uh, as ever, Dai, amazing insight and conversation. And I'll see you at the Retail Expo. Look forward to it, Simon.